Inga. What, what the hell is this? This, this is some Fifty Shades shit. This is me. This is what I'm into. You into fucking the dead? What's with all the chains? It looks like a butcher shop. Is, is this what you plan to do to me? Only if you want to, I'll never force you. I would never do anything to hurt you. Why are you into this kind of thing? It's what gets me off. Every bell was ringing in my ears to get out of there. All the red flags were waving high. But Liam had said that he wouldn't hurt me, and it was only if I wanted to. What if I tell you I don't want this? I say, scanning the room. Then it wouldn't work out. I took a walk through the room and ran my finger down the fake guillotine. To be honest, everything piqued my interest. This man got me wet off of kissing and the simplest touch, so what would he do with all of this? Well? He pressed. This... This is so much to take in. I thought I was going to be with an ordinary guy, a shy one. But you showing me this has proven that you are far from shy. I... I just don't get out much. Well, this explains it. Only when the door clicked, I realized I'd been on the other end of the room. Liam had shut the door with both of us in it. My heart skittered so much that the heart monitor on my watch beeped off. Don't be afraid, I'm not going to hurt you. Then... then why did you close the door? The light from the stairway was ruining the aesthetics. As I think back, I keep asking myself why the fuck I didn't run, that I didn't get out of there. But my feet remained planted. Somehow, I had convinced myself that Liam was too sweet and too good-looking to be a cold-blooded killer. He went to a cabinet and pulled out an envelope. He set it on the narrow bed. I need you to sign this if we are to move forward. Move forward? But I haven't agreed to anything. Well, you're still here, Inga. I'm still here because you closed the door. It's not locked. You can leave if you want to. I made an attempt for the door and opened it. I started for the stairs and stopped. He was serious. All of it was a choice. Due to my poor judgment and lack of morals, I disgracefully went back. I went back to the devil's den and signed his papers, agreeing on wanting to do this without coercion. Being sex-deprived also had a part to play. I had no idea what would play out next. I was in this man's domain. I was at the bottom of his home without anyone knowing where I was. Yet watching him undress himself in front of me had me clenching between my legs. This man was not only sweet, but he was physically attractive in face and body. Liam had stripped off his t-shirt and pants, leaving him in his briefs. His dick was hard, super hard. This hadn't been the shy guy or the one who didn't know what baking soda was. This was a different man. Take off your blouse and take everything off and sit on that. He pointed. The furniture in question had been a wooden tufted chair without armrests. I humored him and did as he said, but one part of me was terrified and the other part was intrigued. Do you trust me? I didn't, but I nodded anyway. If my dad were to see me then, he would have said he failed as a father. I was putting my trust in a man I knew for three weeks. If I had died that night, I would have deserved it. Liam pulled a lever on the chair and stilts popped up at the sides. 
he reached for my hand and bonded them before pulling on a chain above my head. I fidgeted because being chained to anything meant I was powerless. It meant he had all the control. Relax, I won't hurt you. He carefully propped my legs up on the stilts and then removed his briefs. He tied me up like a damn turkey and had my coochie on display. The cold air from the air conditioning had me feeling everything. It was as if this man was tickling me with a bloody feather. Him being naked in front of me somehow got me wet all over again. What? What are you going to... Shh. Liam placed a finger on my lips and then walked behind me. I gasped when his palms found my breasts and began massaging them like dough. Him touching me like this felt good. It was sensual, striking every pleasure nerve in my body. And his hands, baby soft, baby smooth. Ah! Then terror gripped me as the back of the chair dropped with a loud clank. I stiffened. Suddenly, I felt it. His dick. Liam had dragged his penis up my back, pressing it into my skin. I shuddered when he stopped at my neck. Nothing prepared me for this. My mind was still trying to figure out the fucking chair, so when he did these things, my mind and body was trying to play catch-up with my nerves. He trailed his slick dick up my cheek and pressed the tip onto my skin, leaving a wet mark behind. Feeling his pre-cum trail down my face was another height. His eyes were closed the entire time, but his heavy breaths were audible, and it sounded so fucking erotic. Liam fisted his cock, moving over his swollen head slowly. Do you know how many times I fantasized about you like this? He knelt in front of me. Do you know how many times I dreamt of tasting you? I let out a soft moan when Liam leaned in and inhaled loudly. Perfection. Then he licked my pussy. I cursed out loud because he did it again and again. He moved like a cat, lapping at my flesh like a newborn. I couldn't even hold it together with him licking me like that. My legs fell open, welcoming him to drag his wet tongue up and down my cunt. That shit was maddening. And the sounds... My first instinct was to reach for his head and push him onto my pussy. But when the chains clanked above me, it brought me back to reality. He had all the control. Fucking hell, Liam. He pulled away and chuckled, his face wet with my scent. I could have literally still felt him down there. And I still do. The bastard then reached up and covered my nipples with his hot mouth. Everything had been so quick. I didn't even know where to feel the pleasure. One minute he's up there, and then he was down there. I grunted out loud when Liam injected himself into me. It had been so smooth and so fucking silky. Feeling his girth fill me up as he sucked my tits off. Fuck, you feel so good. Shit. Only then did I realize he wasn't wearing condoms. Liam! My voice was cut off by his mouth. He kissed me whilst slipping in and out of my pussy. He moved like a tea bag, in, out, in, ah, fucking hell. It felt good, so fucking good. He pulled out and stood, making me shed a tear for his goddamn absence.
I thought he was going to let me suck him off, but he dragged his wet penis up my chest and around my nipples. My senses were in overdrive. One minute I wanted him inside me, the next I wanted him sucking me off. Then I loved the way how he was bathing me with his dick. Stand, he commanded. I did as he said, and he lifted me on top of the chair. He pushed my leg up and began eating me out again. I didn't know this man's motive, but fuck if I cared. He was pleasuring me six ways to Sunday. My mind went into disarray when I felt his tongue move inside me. Shit. My stomach trembled. My legs trembled. An earthquake formed in the pit of my stomach, jolting me off of him. Liam gripped me, anchoring me enough that I came in his mouth. He lifted both legs over his shoulders and buried his face inside me. My body shook like a fucking leaf. Liam. I moaned. I screamed. My pussy exploded like a landmine, bathing him with my juices. Liam hadn't let up for a second. He held me so tight that I thought he would have entered me with his fucking head. He pulled away and unchained me. My body was so exhausted from him eating me out that I collapsed against him. But he wasn't finished. He carried me to the narrow bed and laid me down, tying my hands at the sides. I'm going to fuck you now. He mounted the bed and knelt over me. He still didn't have a condom. I was being reckless. He was being reckless. And I knew I was going to fucking hate myself the next day. But at that time, I wanted it. I wanted him to fuck my brains out, fuck the consequences. Liam rubbed his thumb over his erection and teased my pussy with his pre-cum. He pushed into me and began rocking back and forth. I was powerless. I couldn't move my hands. I couldn't move anything besides my hips. Then, as if possessed by something, Liam began pounding into me. He was hard, fast. He fucked me, hitting the right places. My body seized up again as a wave of pleasure filled me like a balloon. I grunted out loud, yanking on my chains. Liam's hips bucked, his movements jerky. I began moving against him, welcoming him, wishing for his seed, but he slapped me. Don't fucking move. I moved again, and he slapped me harder. Fuck, Inga, don't move. But I ignored him. Him being inside me and nearing the end had me feeling empowered, like I was doing something to him. I said fucking stop. But I didn't want to stop. I wanted to feel good. I want him to feel good. But something changed in his eyes. It became dark and cynical. Liam flew off of me and reached for my ankles, tying them to the bed. My mind had been so wanton and hypnotized by his beautiful cock that I didn't see what was coming next. He had full control, total control of me. I couldn't move a thing just because I disobeyed him. That'll keep you. And when I thought he would climb back on and fuck me like he'd been doing, he went to his drawer and fetched a dildo. It was made of glass, see-through. Ready for your punishment? I lift my head slightly. What punishment? For not listening to me. Liam. He moved to the side of the bed and held the apparatus up. It was huge, 10 or even 12 inches. Like, 
What the fuck? He leaned over and slid it over my pussy. The smooth, tantalizing feel of it reminded me of his cock, his naked cock that he'd just been plowing me with. Then, like a general checkup at my gyno, he slid it into my pussy. I moan. You like that? He twisted it, moving it in and out and up my folds. If I hadn't been wet enough, I was sure as fuck wet now. At first it felt good, but when he mounted the bed between my legs and began moving faster, pushing and pushing as if to find my limit, something felt off. Liam? I was scared. Shh! He drilled it deeper into me, making my hips jerk upwards. Then he began moving fast, his eyes dead set on my pussy as if it's some fucking toy, some fucking machine. Liam pumped and pumped, making it no longer enjoyable. I scream for him. Liam, fuck Liam, it hurts, it hurts. He grunts, pulls out and slams his cock into me. I stiffen. Liam reached for my hips and screwed me like a dog in heat. It was as if I was his first, as if I would run away and never come back. His movements were chaotic, no aim, which also made me wonder when last he'd had sex, when last he'd had some pussy. I was in his world now. He was no longer here. He was lost in it. My ears were ringing. The pressure in my head was high. He's on top of me, moaning, grunting, breathing heavily. It was as if I were some sort of doll, a mere object for him to fuck. My pussy was sore. My pussy had no feelings. I waited it out. Any pleasure I gained was all in my head. But was I sick? Was I in need of desperate help for watching him and liking him getting off on me? Was I sick for getting my own high from seeing him moan in absolute pleasure for me? I felt nothing down there, but I was in awe of his manic actions. Liam gave me one last shove, stilled, and then collapsed on top of me, breathing heavily. His cock pulsated inside me, giving me exactly what I wanted but no longer needed. My pussy was in pain. Everything was hurting. Liam pulled out and climbed off the bed. He didn't say anything, just quietly untied my hands and feet. A headache hit me the moment I lifted off the bed. Then the room spun. All I felt was Liam's arms around me before I vomited on the floor. And when I glanced up, I saw the horror in his eyes. And when I followed his line of vision, I saw it. I saw the blood on the sheet. To take me home. Inga, I'm... Take me fucking home. And he did. And now I'm sitting on my bed sore and can't make it to work. I'm bleeding. My period is a week early. I want to believe it's my menstruation. I really do. Liam has been blowing up my phone ever since. I haven't answered his calls and I don't plan on answering them. He's creepy. He's not normal. But maybe I'm not normal too. I still sickly think about him and the things he did, but the way he handled me with the toy was uncalled for, and now I have doctor bills. If or when you meet a guy who seems shy, he probably has a dungeon somewhere waiting for you to be his next victim. Run. Fucking run.
Hey, this is Kamaya. Thank you for tuning into The Shy Guy, Part 2. This is the end of this two-part episode. Stay tuned for the next one. See ya.